The only negatives I can really think of, which is a worldwide event, Sam, which what? is basically like hooliganism. Hooliganism. Do you believe that gap, like, and be honest here, do you believe that a gas gap will always be there? Um, personally, this is going to make me sound quite bad, but I actually believe women's football is a very good thing. However, I think there will always be the gap, purely because you've got to think about how long men's football has been around. You know, because effect yeah. effectively, any movement you make, you, you, you can be like, oh, well, you know, you've done that wrong. Which, I mean, it's interesting you say that. So I, I completely agree that people can be very critical, whether you're, uh, you know, someone who just watches it on the sofa or, or a pre, or an ex-professional. I do think sport uh, gives you a release. There's a, like, so again, when I go to Arsenal, if something goes awful and I just don't agree with it, I go mental. Yeah, like, I just, yeah. like, it can be quite aggressive, but it's just like, I'm paying money for you to do something. You're not doing it. <laughs> sort it out. Okay, yeah, I'm recording on both now. So I'm gonna start a countdown from oh, wait, five. Actually, one sec, mate, sorry. I just need to uh, go on, don't, no, 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 I'm going on do not disturb. Okay, go. Five, four, three, two, one. I think I was early there. And welcome to another episode of the Chat All About It podcast. Samuel. Jack, how are we doing? All good, mate. It's been, actually, I've got to mention it because it just has been. It has been one of these days, hasn't it? It's been very stressful actually setting up a virtual pod today. But but you, what you have to realise, we got there. We are here and we finally got there. But you know, it's so funny how, like, go on. Car I was going to say, we're doing everything we can to keep this going, whether it's issues on my end or yours. You know, working together as a team and pulling through, mate. It's mental because we had a conversation before being doing like, being doing this like virtual sort of, on the virtual side of it, that basically it, it will be fine because you just go on your computer and you plug in your webcam and it will be working absolutely fine. Oh, but I'll tell you had. what, people, make sure you do your software updates because that can really cause you a lot of struggle and um make sure your webcam actually works because it's uh, a massive bonus to be fair because if you've got a working uh, you know, webcam you're halfway yeah. there yeah i mean it's just it's not been ideal but no we move on we do podcast podcast and today's uh podcast is interestingly about sports it's and about sports me and samuel wanted to talk about the good and bad things which come with live sport and also participating in that said sport um we're going to be covering all sorts of sports so it's not just going to be football which i'm guessing a lot of you think we're just top football mm -hmm. banter lads and we're going to talk about football no we're going to talk about all of the bad and good that come from all types of sports men and women and um sam i'm going to let you shoot off oh. the first bullet of conversation in this subject so thank you um, I'm going to start you off with a question, sir. Okay. Go for it. Go what for do it. you think are the bad outcomes from sport? The bad outcomes from sport. I feel that, do you mean in terms of competitively or do you mean just in, in general? 
Okay. So this isn't something that I personally have experienced, but I think something that is quite bad um, is if you're, say, in school and you're, it's PE, right? You're doing PE, whatever sport it is, whether it's football, rugby, tennis, whatever, whatever you're doing in, uh, in school, and you're not particularly good at that sport or it's not something that you would indulge yourself into right it's not a skill you necessarily you necessarily want to master if you're not good at that you're going to get the mick taken out of you like in that sort of environment anyway it's like uh you're not very good and then like if, if something happens like year seven it's remembered all the way up until year 11 you're the guy who's awful at that sport and it's just like do you know what i mean yeah like well i get i get i guess you're looking at sort of like an academic sort of child level but i I was sort of looking at like the actual professional side of sport. The negative sides I can only really think of because I don't think there's many, if I'm honest with you. I, I think there's a hell of a lot more positives which come with sport than okay. negatives. So the only negatives I can really think of, which is a worldwide event, Sam, which what? is basically like hoogl- ho- hooliganism. Hooliganism. Um, hooliganism? Is ho- hooliganism. And basically... <laughs> Sorry, one more time. Hooliganism. <laughs> Hooliganism. Hooliganism. Yes, uh, I'm not gonna. We got it. No, not, we got it. Not one more. But anyway, um, basically, I, I feel like that does incite. Oh. It does. In, it has in the past worldwide incited world, uh, worldwide riots. If that makes sense. So, world Cup. so, well, yes. For example, the World Cup or um, American football. I know for a fact there's mm-hmm. uh, fights that happen. Um, and obviously, it's all to do with the 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 from the. I'm not talking about the actual athletes. I'm talking about the actual fans that come to yeah. watch. Um, and the only other negatives I could say, really, from my knowledge, is that I, I feel like some certain footballers are grossly overpaid. And oh, I'm so does happy it, you said that. Does it does it does it have a positive effect to this world? I feel like some players they do give a hell of a lot of money to tax. They give a hell of a lot of money to charities. So in some instances, them being paid high amounts is good. But then a lot of the time, um, I feel like maybe it is a bad thing that they get paid that much because I feel like maybe they take away the whole reason why they play football. Do you know what I mean? Like there's certain football teams out there that are just total mercenaries. Like, for example, Man City. Anyone that's went to Man City has not went there for the history of the club. They've went there because oh, no. they're mercenaries. They're being paid vast amount of money. So then that sort of takes it away. So, I mean, I know you could say that for any football club at the end of the day. but No, but I, I think as well. I mean, there's obviously the reason why you brought that up is because it's a common topic that we speak about. There's one particular player who basically is basically robbing a living. But there's also like, uh, it must have been that <laughs> last year. Merza Ozil. Yes, robbing a living. Um, it's just pathetic. But there's also, I think there's an American footballer who's on five hundred thousand dollars a week like something ridiculous like that like five hundred thousand dollars a week some people don't earn that in their lifetime yeah well like um, that like that's mental did you know did you know sam uh the sport which carries the most money did you know that uh i'd probably say football or formula one i believe it's golf Golf. I believe it's golf. The last time I checked, okay. I believe that golf holds the most money. So, um, you better you better buy um one of them sticks, Sam. Get the get the get the stick and the bag out, and then you'll uh yeah. get some get get a dodgy jumper. Yeah, you'll be all right. Oh, yeah, love love that dodgy jumper. So, 
Yeah, I mean, well, look, we're going to touch on the negatives because really there are a hell of a lot of positives, aren't there, Sam? Like, you must yeah. have a, even a personal moment where, you know, you not a le- let alone admiring watching sport actually participate. You've, you've surely had a memory where you've participated yeah. in a sport, whether it be a solo thing or a team thing, and you've thoroughly enjoyed the experience. I think I think we kind of people who you know people who watch the pod know that we are big football fans in general. Um, so obviously myself, I've experienced successes within my personal footballing career. Can you say that? Well, um, you've just said you've just you've had a lot of sort of experiences playing football. Yeah, and and I've also I've not, also not, had a, that. not at a high level though. Not at a high level, right. but there's been experiences like one. I'm not going to go into too much detail about it, but one example would be like when I was 11, I think my team got to the cup final. We got to play in an actual stadium, which was and you know actually had a crowd, which was quite nice. A bit but different. We it, lost, but you know, it, it, it's uh, fun. It's funny though how you um, first mentioned the negative thing about children not being picked as a team, but for certain children, it literally builds them. Like as yeah. in, as in, as in, they're good at they're good at playing whatever sport. Um, they get a lot of admiration from from their like their mates and people in the school, and you know, it sort of actually sets them a career in life. It let it lets them know, oh, actually, I want to do this in life, and definitely. whether that's going into the Olympics or I don't know, playing hockey. Um, you know, what, I mean, what's also quite interesting, what I did want to get into with, with you, Sam, um, is women's football and also basically the gap. Um, do you believe that gap, like, and be honest here, do you believe that gas gap will always be there? Um, personally, this is going to make me sound quite bad, but I actually believe women's football is a very good thing. However, I think there will always be the gap purely because... You've got to think about how long men's football has been around, and how long the game has, how you know, how much the game has developed within the time that football has existed. How much it's developed within the time that we've been fans of it. Women's football is very far behind that, mm. um, and I, and I just think it's because the investment doesn't go into it. And and to be fair, there probably isn't a a fraction of the fan base of men's football. But that's you know that does come over time. Like uh, the women's World Cup that I think it must have been two years ago. Two, maybe last year even that was on in France was like the biggest female sporting event ever and you've got people from all over the world who have said they enjoyed it more than the men's world cup i don't like i don't yeah. know well you know. i i feel like that women's football has actually grown quite considerably yeah um where i feel like you would have actually sam you'd have never even known there was a women's world cup on but I felt like the last one, it was actually sort of mainstream sport media news. And, um, you know, I, I personally don't think they'll ever bridge the gap. I always think it will be completely different. Even even if they invest uh, like they do with the men's football, like they invest in academy, so like young girls at the age of eight, like training them all the way up to adult life, being like a professional, whatever it is, footballer, ho- hockey player like. I, I feel like that it always will look different. It would always look different yeah. if if they had the equal amount of training as a young child. Um, but it is interesting to actually see that sport grow, that sort of women's sort of side grow. I I, I, f- I feel like um, you know that there's obviously a lot a lot a lot more space in other sports for them to also become a bit of the mainstream. I mean, when you look when you look at most of the Olympics these days, 
that's essentially what it is now, isn't it? It's like 50-50 down the line yeah, of men definitely. and women. Um, so it'd be interesting to see that in other sports. I don't think it'll be football, but maybe it's something, maybe like I think NBA, maybe? What do you think? I think, I was actually going to say basketball. I think like they've got, I, I think they, mm-hmm. they had, there was a women's league before there was a, uh, women's league and football like it's a really mm. like the WNBA is massive mm. it's huge yeah so like I think I think as well like it's what we were going to go before like, what you were saying before about bridging the gap I think we're now in an era uh, like previously there's only been an era of male icons or figures to look up to mm. so like let's just say football for example because we know that's I'd say we know more about that um there's more like off the top of my head, Pele, Maradona, Dennis Bergkamp, of course, Terry Henry, David Beckham. But now I think we're getting in an era where women's football is becoming more popular. Like five years ago, I probably couldn't name you a women's footballer. Uh, yeah, that's true. I know, like I mean, I don't know too many. I'll be honest, but you've got Alex Morgan, who's now unfortunately at Tottenham, uh, who's like the best women's footballer in the world, and interestingly comes from. America, which hasn't got a massive, or only recently again, has only just developed their football or soccer, whatever, whatever you want to call it, has only really got bigger now. And she's been around for about mm. 15 years. So what, what, I, just, I, know, I find that quite interesting. What I quite like as well about sport is that you, you can literally see um, the amount of um, community that it, it actually gels. Like yeah. when you look at, for example, the World, uh, the, uh, not the World Cup, the, the Olympics in London in 2012, I really felt there was a huge sense of um, patriotism with with yeah. with, uh, with all of that going on. I felt like being British was was a sort of very sort of proud moment during the Olympics, and also like even like small towns, like you could look at, for example, it's not a small town, but Leeds, right? Leeds yeah. are all about their football club. They are all a huge community that are really close. It's a close knit community. Mm-hmm. And something like a sport, like football, like their football club leads, it really makes them sort of... Uh, that's how I see it as a positive thing, that they no, sort of really that. sort of enjoy each other as a community. Um, so it is really nice to actually see sport do that and it and it makes people and their lifestyle go in a, yeah. go in a positive direction. I, I, think, I think as well, um, you know, you, you mentioned about the Olympics and people being very patriotic... I'm not really into rugby or golf or anything like that or cricket. But when it's the Ashes or, you know, when it's the Rugby World Cup or when it's the, the Ryder Cup, I am like, I do watch it and I get really heavily invested and, you know, learn a little bit about the players. And, you know, because obviously, although the Ryder Cup is European-based, I'm still supporting that against the US. And mm. uh, do you know what I mean? Like I, I Maybe it's because there, is, there isn't football, but I just feel like, Sport for me is we've said it's kind of an escapism, but I also see what you mean like a community, like something that I think is really important. Uh, it has been for me, and I'm sure it has been for yourself as well. Is the sort of sport of choice within my family, as you're aware, is football. That that's made memories for me, and more, mainly my dad, and you know something a connection between me and him that you know perhaps. It may have been forced upon me, but I've taken it upon myself to kind of continue that. If that's you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it is it is one of them things. Even behind closed doors, though, like if if you um went to the 
to the field to play football with your mates you've got a really good activity to do mm. with your mates and i feel like it, it is actually really healthy sort of hobby to do as well so well think think about what we did uh just before my my birthday do you remember we, we literally did what you said we went to a field and went for a kickabout yeah basically yeah just just ju- just as an excuse to sort of get out do some exercise have a laugh like it wasn't like anything like demanding but oh, we weren't just going out good. no of course not no but just yeah. go, going out for like a kickabout with, with your mates um is nothing too demanding as well and it's quite social um yeah and uh i i feel like the social side of sport is really not looked at a lot to be honest like a lot of people do for example golf to meet up with all yeah. their mates spend a day playing golf well, yeah. and also have a laugh with each other so it's one of them things isn't it what 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 would you say though like has been your most favourable moment um, watching sport? My favourite moment watching sport, genuinely, actually only happened a couple of years ago, was when I went to Ali Pali, and I think you've been as well, yeah. to watch the darts. So like, again, like, it isn't football, but darts, I've tried to explain to people, like, I actually really enjoy watching darts, but when you're there, um, and the atmosphere, you've got people dressed up as Mr Blobby, or you know, in a banana costume, or something ridiculous like that, and then but, you know, the atmosphere makes it. And like you said, that sense of community where everyone's there to enjoy the same thing. The hooliganism, if I've said that right, doesn't need to happen. But um, like the sense of community, you're all there to have a good time. You're all there for the same thing, so just enjoy it. And at the darts, there's literally... The, the culture is basically, I don't care. I don't care what's happening. I'm just going to have a laugh with my mates, have a laugh with the people that are there, have a couple of drinks maybe more than a couple, and enjoy myself. And I'd honestly, I look, unfortunately it isn't going to happen this year, but every year I look forward to going to Ali Pali because I don't really care about the result at the end of the day. And I know in terms of sport, the result's quite important, but I couldn't care less because I'm just there to have a laugh. I don't know, I don't know if that's the answer you were looking for, but what, what is your, your favourite moment? So I guess unfortunately it's one-sided for me because I haven't really watched a lot of live sport. I, I have went to the darts. Um, I haven't. I would love to watch rugby. I've heard rugby is an amazing sort of experience. I've watched cricket, um, which was quite quite different for me because I've I've since the age of three, Sam, the tender age of being three years old, I have been mm. taken to football games. So unfortunately, I'm very sort of one-sided and yeah, uh, it's difficult. I mean. It, there's there are so many moments aren't there like it's like saying choose your favorite film i i i feel like um one of the standout moments for me personally was uh the fa cup final against whole city oh here we go which i didn't go to which you didn't yeah. go to that i offered you tickets to um yeah. because you said not. you'd rather work let's, at super let's, dry let's let's right. let's super i'm wearing super dry in honor yeah. of that moment in honor there of you that go. moment yeah so yeah, I mean, it, that, that, there's so many reasons why that moment was special, but I would say that um, something when you when you watch um, a sport or a team for so long, it sort of becomes you. I know that's a weird thing to yeah. say, but it's sort of like you know it's part of you, if that makes sense. So if your team um, wins, you're just mm. buzzing because that's that's your team that's you yeah. so you're happy about that situation so obviously we hadn't won a cup in about 10 years and mm. um we came so close several times and we were we actually were losing the game um 
too. And, yeah, it just it was just tragic. And uh, I, just, I rem- what I remember though is another part of sport which I find quite interesting is that the the amount of money these final tickets were costing people because yeah. it was very limited to only a certain amount of people that could get the tickets and certain people were selling theirs. So instead of buying, so the ticket was £120 as it is, right? And it's just yeah. a bog standard seat. For a, uh, Fair enough, it's an F- FA Cup final, right? £120 for a seat. People were selling these seats for like £500 a, yeah, a ticket. Ridiculous. And I remember that basically being, like there wasn't a lot of people selling this ticket because it's Arsenal versus whole city. So everyone's yeah. thinking... It's whole city, like it's a guaranteed Arsenal. That's a win. that's a dub all day long. Yeah, yeah, and I remember, I remember we went two nil down at half time. Um, it was two one actually because Santi Cazorla scored uh, the best free kick ever, apparently amazing. according to Arsenal. Um, uh, yeah, which I disagree with. But yeah. Anyway, and um, there were two guys in front front of me that left at half time, and I was just in so much shock because. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, number one is that is an that is an awful thing to do as a yeah. fan. Like Outrageous. you've got to not support your team. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like um, I understand that some people may have to leave maybe ten minutes early because they have certain commitments. I understand that. I mean, it's their loss at the end of the day. But to just walk away in anger, Oasis, yeah. and I don't look back like, in anger. I like no, I like that. It's a good little reference. Yeah. Um, you know, to just walk away and basically ruin that chance for someone else to enjoy that seat you know because what actually happened was amazing in that second half it was absolutely a mm. roller coaster of emotions um and as i say it was the best sort of moment when aaron ramsey scored this absolute tragic goal that, that wasn't <laughs> i thought well, you were gonna say this beautiful goal it was awful <laughs> no it was it was just it was just it was just panic it was just but yeah. I, I remember being in the fifth row sam and after this goal went in, maybe within about, I think it was about 10 seconds, I was pushed to the first row. It That's was fantastic. just, it was just mental. It was almost like a grenade went off behind me and <laughs> um, I just got forced to the front row and it was such like an amazing, I'll never forget the sort of instant pump of adrenaline. I was just buzzing, so, so buzzing and like, so like, happy that it happened and it and and that you actually were there to experience it because because it is a different experience isn't it from watching Definitely. it on the telly to being there well i think the only arsenal game i have in comparison to that is when we uh is years ago and we beat barcelona at the emirates and we were one nil down barcelona i don't know what's going on with them now but they're you know they were unbelievable best team in the world and we had just some awful players on the pitch mm. and we uh and we, we won two one and I just, I've never heard anything like it. Like the place erupted and it was, it was horrific. Like, I mean, it was horrifically loud considering the Emirates is always so quiet. Um, but I also think it goes back to the sense of the community thing. Like these people that you're, that you're with, I think you went with, with one of, one of our mates other than him, you don't know anyone and you're celebrating like a lunatic in the first Yeah, row. and you're like hugging like, everyone. And yeah. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, like this and, is pre-COVID. Just yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, but, um, it's you know we, we're allowed to talk about the past. Like we don't need the reference. We don't need <laughs> no, the I reference. Think, no, I think everyone watches the telly these days and go, they shouldn't be standing that close to each other. They shouldn't be standing that close to each other five years ago. But it's yeah. okay. It doesn't matter. But um, but yeah, no, I, I I think that like I said, it gives you 
that sense of community. And I, and I feel that sport is is an opportunity, like I said, for families to, to bond or, you know, even to make friends out of it. Like, I think was I where I sit at the Emirates, for example, I've been sitting with the same people for the past three, four years. Obviously not now, but for the past three, four years. And there's a sort of thing where when I first went, when I first went there, you know, met them, sat next to them, it was like, hi, you know, a bit casual. And then like, but then we'd, not intentionally, but we'd maybe like 45 minutes before the game, all just get together and start having a chat. Maybe not even about football, just, mm. you know, because it's a familiar face to someone that you know. And it's an opportunity just to, just to bond really. And, you know, I, I think that sport does do that, whether it's the Olympics, football, whatever sport it, it may be. It's just that, that bond that you can have with people. Mm. I I um I've just realised actually I did watch for quite a long time live cage fighting, and that is also okay. another sort think... of sport which like combat sport. If you've never watched sort of live combat sport, it's really sort of amazing. Uh, sort did of it, amazing. It's amazing. Me, you took me to some sort of event years ago, and I just didn't get it. Years ago. All oh, right. Before... I'm, maybe I'm not. I'm not too sure. Like I have actually been to so many sort of like live I've... cage fighting events. Um. I went to and one, so, I didn't get it. Some of them are extremely cringy to watch. And some of them are like... It also... There's also an element like... Because I don't play football, but I can imagine if I was like maybe... Say, for example, I was an ex-professional footballer. Mm-hmm. You would watch football in a different way. So because I I used to train a lot of kickboxing and boxing, I used to do a lot of training and I used to do a lot of sparring... When I used to watch it live, I always watched it in a different way. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's funny, like how you sort of like you're so critical, really. It, and sport, any sport, I feel like it's so easy to be so critical, you know, because effect, yeah. effectively, any movement you make, you, you you can be like, oh, well, you know, you've done that wrong. Well, I mean, it's interesting you say that. So I I completely agree that people can be very critical, whether you're, uh, you know, someone who just watches it on the sofa or, or a pre, or an ex-professional. I do think sport uh, gives you a release. There's a, like, so again, when I go to Arsenal, if something goes awful and I just don't agree with it, I go mental. Yeah. Like, I just, yeah. like, it can be quite aggressive, but it's just like, I'm paying money for you to do something. You're not doing it. <laughs> sort it out. <laughs> like, 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 I'm a lot less polite than that. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we try to be polite on the podcast. But yeah, it's just like, it's, it's, I say, for example, I mean, it's not related to sport. When I was younger, my parents gave me the drums, like, bought me the drums to get my aggression out. I was a bit of an aggressive child. Football was that for me. Like, if there's someone that I just dislike playing whether it's for the team I support, or even if it's just watching TV, I'll just go, I'll scream at the TV. I'll just go into it, like, what are you doing? Like, I, just, I, I can't deal with it. But yeah. yeah, that's that's what it does for me. I'm not an angry person, just an example. Yeah. No, well, it, it ignites passion. That's what it is. It's not, I wouldn't say it's anger. I would say that you're just invested, aren't you? Uh, you're invested financially, and you're invested emotionally. Yeah. And, you know, it's them two things clashing as a person who watches it um but also you know i mean i i did one um kickboxing fight so that's like me in a, in a sport which you you won just i just wanted to get it in <laughs> which there again. Which undefeated undefeated coming into the ring where's the belt 
I've left it um, co- left in the wardrobe. Saying, not a conversation, just just the belt in general. Yeah. But go on. Um, you know, so actually being involved in a fight um, is 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 quite interesting because obviously when you watch yourself back, you're looking at it completely different because you're going, well, I, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I the actual build up to that fight. All my trainers said to me, "You are going to be shitting yourself. Like when you, <laughs> but like when you know that you're like got ten minutes left, you're going to feel like shit. You're not going to want to fight. And to be honest with you, you've got a very good chance that you're going to be sick. And I, I honestly thought, oh, like to myself, like I thought, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, <laughs> are you, are you sure? Do you really think I'm, I'm going to be doing that? Like." No probably, way. At the time, you're probably pumped. You're probably full of adrenaline. So that's probably the last thing you're thinking of. Yeah, so exactly. That's what I'm thinking. But oh my God. Oh my God. I had not... <laughs> I, I remember this this place where um where I was fighting. Uh, and I, I just thought straight away, I just thought, right, where are the toilets? Right, they're there. Right, so just remember where they are. So not one word of a lie. I Someone told me, right, you've got 15 minutes left. Um, After this fight, you're going to be on. The second he said that, I, my stomach literally turned. I, yeah. I went outside um, to get some fresh air, and I thought, right, I'm going to be sick. I can't do it here. I cannot do it here. I like, like you know when like you you know you're going to be sick. So you, I ran. You had to plan it out. You had to be yeah, I I ran into uh, the the building to see where the toilets were. A queue of about eight people there, and I'm oh, thinking, man. right, I'm not being sick near them. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, nice. I went back into the car park and I oh, just like honestly I had no idea how I didn't how I didn't like I kept doing some like really deep breathing and then I went in and I sort of just said to myself like pull yourself together like fucking um, you know like like and uh, and like I, I just thought oh. surround yourself with people that are going to make you focus so I went to my coach we started doing pad work um, and went into the went into the ring i was just buzzing at that point i was buzzing i was raring to go and it's just funny how you go through that sort of roller coaster yeah. of like fucking hell like oh my god i'm gonna be sick like this is awful this is a really bad situation i'm in and then i went all the way up to let's go like, i'm really like enthusiastic and, and being undefeated, so yeah and being undefeated go. and uh, it, it was it was a good experience um but just going back to my original point watching it back sam honestly mate I have. I, I remember watching it the first time. I could not remember a fucking thing that happened. It was like it was. It was as if oh, it was as if I had been knocked out. But like I had not. I, I cannot really recall a much much of it in my head, and that just shows like how much of adrenaline must have been yeah, in my system because I could not remember thinking actually that was a mistake or something like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, no. I, it was a very interesting experience, and I think that will wrap up our conversation. Of it's been a good one. Of sport. Um, it has been a good one. Um, please leave um, a comment if you've ever been involved um, in sport or your favourite sporting moment. Um, I took the words out of my mouth. Oh, yes. And please, <laughs> if you're an absolute legend, you will leave a like, you will subscribe, and you obviously will comment. Um, shout out to anyone that does that. You're really helpful. Um, uh, actually, when I think about it, I've been Jack. And I'm still Sam. It just took that long to think about it, mate. Yeah. Wow. Be lucky. And I'll see you when you're older.